This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Thank you for joining us today, Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael in the studio. And listeners, we have a question that I, I, I've got to tell you, I know nothing about. <laughs> I mean, this has taken me by a total shock. It's like, I have no clue what the what it's the person is so asking. Much fun. So, Michael, we're going to have to depend on you to answer this question. I will only jump in as, as necessary. So, here's our question. What is your theological opinion about, quote, unquote, preachers in sneakers Instagram account? What is this? All right. So do you see the hat I have on? Yeah, I see your hat. All right. So the guy who showed me this Instagram account gave me Wait this hat. Wait a minute. Hat. Is this your question? No, 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 no this no, is not no, your no. question. Okay. I, I don't know who turned it in. Okay. It's because po- I, so this guy that I met at, at a conference, he very well may have turned this in because I gave him the Q&A podcast to listen to. <laughs> and uh, we, so he said, man, you got to check out this, this Instagram account. Okay. So a little, little uh, backstory. Uh, I'm going to assume you know what Instagram is. Yeah, I know what Instagram but is. But I have a I have a passion for shoes. I don't like to spend money on anything. So just to give you an idea here, I do judge people by their shoes. Let me be clear. But oh. I've had like my main <laughs> pair of boots I've had for four years and that costs $140. Like I'm, I'm a pretty frugal guy. I'll get one thing that's really good and keep it for years, you know? So, but there is... A really interesting trend happening, and I, and I do think this is where um, some people might think we're just being gimmicky here, but I think you need to listen to this because there's really high value in what is happening in major cities and amongst megachurch pastors of a certain ilk. So what's happening is the fashion industry is merging with the church industry. Okay. Okay. When these things merge, you have pastors who are on video, photo shoots, and name brand, we'll just say designers, are learning that if they give these people clothing, then they're going to get huge, like a huge market boost from them in the church. Okay. So when you, for example, if you're in LA, any major city, uh, Chicago, et cetera, um, the two worlds are converging. Now, there's a whole, there's a few subsets of this culture that I think are really important for people to know about. So, number one is going to be um, in the young Pentecostal movement. Um, Pentecostals always tend, not always, often, more times than not, tend to have a little bit more freedom for their pastors to live sort of extravagant okay. lives. Okay. Uh, then there's this whole nother world of like Joel Osteen. We're like trying to be evangelical, but we're not. We're self-help, et cetera. And there's a whole handful of guys that have kind of come out of that world. So when you think about guys like Stephen Furtick or you think about guys in that ilk, and then there's the whole West Coast, Judah Smith side of things. And let me let me be clear, incredible preachers with an incredible focus on Jesus, but their Pentecostal subculture permits standard of living amongst their pastors that most, we'll just say, evangelical churches that are not mega churches probably would not be excited about their pastors doing. So, for example, if I rolled up in a brand new Mercedes— There'd be a problem at our church. There'd be a problem. They'd be like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. And if somebody gave me the Mercedes— That would still be a it problem. It wouldn't help. You no, know what I mean? it would still be like a problem. You know, now, 
Again, like there's a guy in our church who drives old Mercedes, and they're yeah. like, you know, that's a totally different scenario. Old Mercedes that, as whatever. a car guy, yeah, that, that's understandable. But there's a different like world. There's a whatever, you know. And and the idea here is that there's a lot of churches that don't put up with this stuff. So what Preachers and Sneakers does is they find a really humorous way to highlight some of the unique uh, opulence okay. of of this mega church. Uh, community where fashion and <laughs> and and the gospel converge. So, so so let me just jump in and, and give our listeners just a little glimpse of what we're talking about here cuz I'm as you're talking I'm jumping all over the internet this, and looking yeah. and I'm looking at this and and again this is such new news to me. It's like what I is just this got back my- from LA by the way and I I was in the room with some of these guys. Uh, I'm looking at and the it's pictures. Nuts. Yeah, these it's guys nuts. this one guy this one pastor from from the West Coast he's in a pair of shoes that according to this website are $5600 for these gym shoes. Right. So this then there's guy- another guy in here uh, he he's he must be a poor man on the block. He's he's wearing sneakers that are twenty five hundred dollars. Right. So um, for one, a pair of shoes, one of the dudes grew up in Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church, and he started a church, I believe, in Texas or Atlanta, one of the two. And it's this huge church now, and he's he's, he's just a big charismatic communicator. And yeah, his his uh, red Nikes. They're they're a very unique, one of a kind, whatever fifty six hundred. Yeah. You have um, some um, Pentecostal charismatic pastors. Um, and they're not prosperity, but I just got to say it again. Their subculture permits unusual opulence. And so it's a picture of him and his wife. And his wife's tank top is $490 from wow. Gucci. Um, his pants are $980, just his pants. Um, yeah, that same guy, by the way, with the red shoes that cost $5,600, he's the biggest culprit. He's got another pair of shoes for $3,700. Got a guy in Florida, the Miami area, who again is in this Pentecostal um, world. He's just got a pair of like um, snow boots on. Um, they're $995. We just got a normal pair of leather boots from a dude. They are $1,045. That same guy's got a pair of Nike Airs for $2,500. I mean, we could go on. And so this Preachers and Sneakers is hilarious because it's sort of satire, which I think has a great place, by the way, in like exposing some of the lunacy of like what preachers do in the name of Christ Mm. or how we use our money. At the same time – it just shows the world of how fashion and whatnot come together. And then apparently there's this idea from the designers that if people see the pastor wearing them because he's like a rock star, well, then the kids are going to go well, on they, and buy this as well. Yeah. You know, and it, then like who can afford $980 pair of pants? But anyway, so yeah. now when you talk to these guys, here's the interesting thing. Like one of the dudes has been like, listen, I've never paid for a single article of clothing I wear. They're all given to me by wow. these brands. Okay. And so in his world, and what's interesting is that the kids, the young people, like I went to I went to one of these guys' churches two weeks ago in LA. Right. And um, it was a great church, it was a great experience. They preached the gospel. It was, you know, everything was fine. But none of the younger people, by and large, care about the convergence of the gospel in fashion. In fact, in LA, it's seen as almost a requirement. Mm. And um, it's so like um there there are stylistic things at Village Church that I can and cannot do. And it seems that when you get to more cultural epicenters, New York, LA, et cetera, different parts of Dallas and Atlanta and Miami, there are like these expectations that the two worlds are going to converge and it's Mm. not a stumbling block for a lot of those people. What this is doing is it's highlighting the lunacy of it. And uh, sometimes you just need to be able to look at a pair of shoes and say, those shoes cost you $5,611. Are you kidding me? Like that's 
That's yeah. insane, you know? And so these guys, so this, this site has thousands of followers. Like the one, the 5,600 one, I believe, how many likes did it oh have? Oh my goodness, it was way up there. It, it had, I don't even know. It was like, um, it was incredible it was how high lot, it was. To say the least. Um, and so, like, they, Let's see here. It is seven thousand seven hundred and fifty-nine likes. Like that's a that's a lot of likes yeah. on Instagram. That's not a small account. So, anyways, what am, what is my theological opinion on it? I think gospel preachers who can make a lot of money need to guard their heart and their soul and their life vigilantly. And I would caution anybody from unnecessary excess. And I think that's what it comes down to, yeah. the unnecessary excess. Right. I was with, um, gosh, I was with a guy in um, California two weeks ago, pastor of a very large church. It's like 13,000 people. His house was nice, mm-hmm. but he bought it 30, 40 years ago. Okay. It wasn't extra. It was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't. This guy could do way more. Yeah. He could have built an enormous house. He could have, you know what I mean? But he he... He bought a house a lot of years ago, renovated it, and built a place where people could be together outside. And it wasn't extra- – it was just normal, you know? And I think your house might have more square footage than his, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but he could afford – but there was yeah. just a reserve and a wisdom about it. Right. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. I think it's acceptable or normal or should be expected. The pastor fits in with his community and what he wears, what he doesn't wear, what he drives, what he doesn't drive. Whatever that culture might be, it's an acceptable – uh, understanding. Yeah. And if, if a pastor lives in, you know, I'm going to pick Wyoming w- around cowboys all the time and he's wearing three-piece suits and, you know, yep. dress shoes and he's not wearing jeans and cowboy boots and a cowboy hat, he's not going to fit in. Yep. And there are two philosophies of thought when it comes to how do we care for our pastor financially? You know, do we do we reward him financially excessively because we love him, we care for him, or do we keep him in the poorhouse because we don't want him to, you know, because wrong wrongly quoted, the love of money is the root, I'm sorry, money is the root of all evil. It's actually the, the love, love of money. Of money. And, and so there, there are churches that say we're going to keep, keep our pastors poor so that they don't don't struggle with that. Well, I think there's there's common ground in the middle that needs to be met. Yep. It, whether it's excess or whether it's poverty, the pastors, sh- the the leaders of the church should mimic or look very similar to the community that they're pastoring. Yep. Um. One of the one of the things that these guys would challenge on because they have actually chimed in on these accounts because it's mm-hmm. about them. And like one of the guys is a pastor to a number of filthy rich musicians on the West Coast. And this is the world. So he, yeah, that's he the does world a, that he lives in. He and does while it's a, weird to us, that yeah. might not be weird. That may be normal for them. He does weekly private Bible studies with NBA stars, rock stars, musicians, and pop stars, and mm-hmm. actors and actresses. You know, like that's his world. And so um, it's interesting to think like, that level, I mean, I'm not justifying anything. I'm just, if anything, I'm trying to empathize, you know, but like, so that level of like, whoa, um, to me, that feels like crazy. But but my level of opulence to an inner city pastor feels crazy. But yeah. his level of opulence to a Nigerian pastor feels crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, right. it's interesting, like on the totem pole of what is excessive and opulent. And, and really what happens is everybody, no matter where you're at in the world, whatever space and time you live in, we sort of just build our life to reflect the community that we live mm-hmm. in. And when others look into that, either down on us or up at us, if you could use those metrics, sure. 
there's always judgment or condesc- condescension. And so it's a hard thing. And, and um, unfortunately, these guys, though, aren't just ministering to these small communities. They also have these mega platforms that yeah. they're building. And and uh, they're the vast majority of the people that they are, quote, pastoring mm-hmm. are way down the spectrum of money. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> all right, enough of that. It's preachers and Sneakers, go check it out. Yeah, go, yeah, go and, check uh, it out and see. And if you're Preachers and Sneakers, we'll, we'll throw us a... Throw us a uh, <laughs> Throw us a bone and promote us as well. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> What's our next question, Michael? I'm looking for it right now. Do you remember? Yes. How do you keep serving when you have nothing left to give?